You're listening to Zeigler Group's Legal Zeitgeist podcast, the funds law podcast series that helps asset management firms reevaluate and revolutionize their current approach to investment funds law with the latest technology, legal and regulatory compliance insights, and best practices. Hello, this is Kunal Grover, Head of Business Development at the Zeitler Group, and I'm joined today by MD and founder of the Zeitler Group, Arne Zeitler. So Arne, how far have asset management firms digitalized their legal and compliance processes and departments? Yeah, hi Kunal. Thanks for having me on the podcast. To answer your question, in my opinion, there's still a lot more that can be done to digitalize legal and compliance departments within asset management companies. Basically, whenever we are confronted with a legal or compliance question, I ask myself if there is a better way, more innovative way to approach that question. And the answer is almost always yes. So I feel there's still a long way to go for the asset management industry and their legal and compliance departments as regards digitalization. And I mean, one thing that we're seeing quite a bit in the legal space in general is, you know, buzzwords such as AI, legal tech, automation, uh, blockchain. Do you think this is a general challenge for the legal sector? But is it even more prominent within the asset management space if you look at that particular space in isolation? Well, first of all, just a comment maybe on the on these buzzwords. And I agree that buzzwords are just that you know, to say, okay, we use AI or we use blockchain in our legal and compliance department, that means everything, but also means nothing. Because you always have to ask the question really concretely, what do we actually need? What do we currently still do manually? And how can we improve that process? And that can, in many cases, be something very simple. It can be a workflow tool that just helps you to manage a certain workflow and make sure that What you have to do is delivered in a timely manner that maybe reminds you of certain deadlines or filing requirements. And for something like that, you don't need AI, you don't need blockchain. But still, we see that even with these relatively simple tasks, many legal and compliance departments are lagging and don't have a proper solution in place. So first of all, I would say when we talk about these buzzwords, it's always a good idea to take a step back and say, that all sounds great, but what do we really need? And do we need AI for this? Does AI provide a proper solution? Does the blockchain help at all? Or is it something totally different that we need? So that is um, maybe the first part of the answer. And with regard to the second part, I would say, especially the legal industry is still behind in using modern technology. And again, that can be anything from workflow solution all the way up to AI and potentially blockchain. This, in my opinion, has something to do with the way that the legal industry is currently established and that there is still no real incentive to find solutions which are innovative because they all, that always also means that it's moving away from the traditional business model of the law firms. So I would say yes, in, in the legal and compliance space, there is even a, a larger gap when it comes to digitalization than maybe in other industries. 
you founded the firm many, many years ago now, and obviously the aim was to integrate technology into these legal compliance processes. Have you seen a change over the last 10 years or so in terms of the attitude towards innovative solutions to some of these legal and compliance processes? Or do you still think it's still very early days? I've definitely seen a difference. I mean, I remember that when I started the firm, my idea was initially to use a lot of technology. And in fact, my first pitch was a technology pitch. And I remember that a client said to me, well, thank you very much for the presentation. And we really liked the presentation. Can we subscribe to your service, but without the technology? So they were only really interested in the service behind it and not in the technology. And I would say that has really significantly changed over the last uh, maybe three to four years. When we talk to clients now, it's more the opposite that they see the service that be, that's behind a certain solution, but they put the technology at the forefront of what they are asking us. So there's definitely been a significant uh, change and there's much more openness to using technical solutions and applying technical solutions to um, everyday problems within a legal and compliance department at an asset manager. Let's say if you were now the head of legal compliance at an asset manager and you were thinking about how to integrate technology, what are the things that you would you know, consider? Uh, would it be th- you know, obviously considerations such as build versus buy, uh, finding the balance between human uh, expertise and technology solutions? How would you go about that process? Is there any advice that you could give to someone that's setting up a legal and compliance department department is thinking about these considerations. If you go to websites like TechCrunch, you can see almost every day new startups are launching solutions in also in the legal and compliance space. So there's something new almost every day. And I would say for a a GC or head of compliance at, at an asset manager, it makes sense to really keep an eye out and look at these new solutions that are coming out. And these are typically cloud-based solutions where you have a per-user fee, which is very low. And um, just investing a couple of dollars uh, every month or pounds or euros uh, can already make a huge difference to your setup. And it also, I mean, the the benefit, of course, of cloud-based solutions is that you have a very lean um, setup. You don't have to change your systems. You don't have to do any local installations. You can just use it out of the box and um, if you see after maybe a test phase of a few months that this particular software is not really helping you, you can just terminate the contract. So it's a very low risk, very low cost possibility to try out the new solutions that other people are developing on an almost uh, daily basis. Um, so that is definitely a strong, I would say that's a very strong recommendation going into the buy rather than build approach to to set up your own software development team to maintain your own software development team it's i would say unless you have a really you are a really big company of course at a certain company size it starts to make sense but for a smaller small to medium sized asset manager i wouldn't recommend building your own technology i would rather recommend constantly keeping an eye on the developments and the new services that are developed. Staying on that topic slightly, if you're looking to buy an existing solution off the market, what are the things you would advise GCs or head of compliance to look at and do a proper due diligence on these solutions? I mean, I can just speak personally from my experience. Obviously, we go through several RFPs uh, during the year. And I have to say there's different levels of interest in finding out 
out more about the solutions, the features. Some people go through various rounds of due diligence and we have to do several demos. Sometimes it's just one demo. What advice would you give to someone on how to really check if this is the perfect solution? What are the steps you would recommend? Yes, I know. I mean, you're, you're definitely right. I mean, what we see is that some people are trying to find out if a solution is the right solution for them in endless rounds of RFPs and demos. But I think what we see is that nothing really replaces a live test. So really applying the software in the real case scenario and having your people use it is much more valuable than trying to see or gather from various demos if a software is a right fit. And I think that ties into what I said before, that with the cloud-based solutions and often free trials or very low cost uh, monthly subscription fees, um, it probably makes more sense to really subscribe to software and try it in-house and see how it works. I think what people also need to understand is that no software which comes out of the box, and that's, of course, what's happening with cloud-based solutions, nothing will fit your internal setup 100%. I think you have to make a cost-benefit analysis and appreciate that, yes, it may not be 100% fit to your internal workflows, but it's still beneficial at the end of the day. Um, so you may have to say, okay, we may change some of our workflows or we may even, even have to adapt to the software to a certain degree if the overall result is still an increase in efficiency and the digitalization of your processes. And last question from my side, where do you see the most action in terms of particular topics, areas where you see innovation in technology happening at the moment? I mean, are there certain areas where you're seeing a lot of solutions coming up the market? Or is there a particular area where you think there's a need for a technical solution that the industry really needs at this point? And then coming back a little bit to what I said before, I know AI is a buzzword and I have myself warned against uh, buzzwords and just using technology because it sounds great. But I really think that artificial intelligence will very soon start helping us to get rid of certain repetitive tasks and tasks which require a lot of attention to detail, um, but do not, but are not very complex by themselves. So um, I think, especially in the asset management industry, where we have so many elements of texts, so many data points, and we constantly need to um, communicate with the investors and inform them about the details of each investment that they made. This is an area where instead of having lawyers or compliance officers drafting text, reviewing text, publishing text, um, AI can really be of great help. And um, it can really, we will really, I think, very soon see solutions which can predict what type of information an investor needs, gather um, the content from existing content and prepare an answer for the investor. So I think that's going to be an area where many of, and I think that's good news actually for, for everyone who works in legal compliance, much of the work that is mundane and error prone can very soon be replaced by artificial intelligence. And that's fascinating. I'm certainly always wary of AI because it might take away my job. So I'm definitely keeping an eye out on what's happening on the AI front. Thank you for your time. Take care. Thank you, Kunal. You reached the end of another episode of the Legal Zeitgeist podcast. Connect with us at zeidler.group to subscribe. Thank you for listening. The Legal Zeitgeist podcast is provided for information purposes only and does not constitute legal advice. Professional legal advice should be obtained before taking or refraining from any action as a result of the contents of this podcast. All rights reserved.